Hey, everyone. Hey. Jason and Kevin here giving you all a huge hug from our studio. Aww. We wanted to let you know that this episode is the season one finale. That is right. But don't worry. We will be back for season two in the fall after a brief hiatus. Thank you so much for being such an amazing audience and amazing listeners. Thank you for season one. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, the rest of your summer as well, and we'll see you in the fall. See you soon. Bye. Bye. You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I am your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Everyone, what was the suspense for? It's life. You should be suspenseful. But we all knew. So I had this teacher in, um, like, the first day of drama school, right? And I'm, like, this 18-year-old from Texas, and she gets everybody in a circle, right? And she's this old lady, and she's wonderful. She's got this great energy, and she goes, okay, everybody, everybody, get to the edge of your seat. Bring bring it forward. Bring it to the edge of your seat. Are you on the edge of your seat? Are you excited? Are you ready to go? You're starting out on your life in college. This is the first day of the rest of your life. Are you on the edge of your seat? Now live that way. <laughs> and okay. we were like, whoa. <laughs> so, yes, suspense is good. I like your uh, acting teacher better than the one I had in uh, ninth grade. Well, okay. He, we got into an argument over contacts versus glasses. Uh, what? Because I got contacts. And he's like, contacts are stupid. Glasses on, off. Contacts, you have to wash your hands, do all the stuff. And I was like, yeah, How- but I look good with contacts. How's this an acting class conversation at all i don't know i was like whatever i'm wearing contacts because i'm gonna go do the show that i'm getting paid for later tonight right sir right. wow and uh yeah i definitely was kind of a dick back then but he That's was okay too. you won the argument i did so win the argument well i would i was whatever 15 he was right. a 35 year old man well it's a total moot that oh god that makes me feel so old <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's a moot point because you like wear contacts if your character doesn't wear glasses, and you exactly. wear glasses if your character wears glasses. Like, exactly. You know, in acting class, you wear what you freaking want to. Yeah. I suppose. I would wear a purple pants with a bright orange top. Sure, in, in class. In class, if you want, yeah. unless the character needs that. Right. In which case, I will wear it. Well, does it feel good to have won that argument? Yeah. Even this many years later? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that argument still pisses me off. I'm I, like, you were a grown man hey, having a fight with a I dude. I get it. I had uh, an argument one time with a teacher who was a science teacher, like in quotes, because really he was the PE teacher. Oh. But he had to have a, like, he had to have a, like an anchor class or some crap. <laughs> so Perfect. We argued that singular meant one and plural meant more than one. He held the opposite position. And I was like, I have to get out of Texas. Wait, why did he argue the other? I don't know. He was just wrong. He, like, threw a book at me, too, because of it. Like a literal book. And I was, like, I was pretty staunch in my position that singular meant one. Yeah. And plural meant more than one. And he got livid. It was amazing to me. Wow. It was the stupidest argument I've ever been in. Well, congrats. Yeah. 
I mean, that's good that you got over with early in life. You yeah, don't have to worry about... Well, so far. I mean, there's lots, like, <laughs> with the way things are going, I feel like there's a lot of stupider arguments to come. <laughs> Plenty to come. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> how you doing? Good, good. Matt and I have been reaping the benefits of our tomato garden. I heard, I heard. You've got, like, how many tomato plants? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Seven plants. Yeah. Good. Great. And good. they're giant. They're all over my height. I can't. Do, I can't wait to see you... On a jar of tomato sauce with, like, rollers in your hair, looking like an Italian grandma. <laughs> it's going to be great. Jason, the pasta. Gaffanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Authentic Italiano. Mama Gaffanilla. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be your brand of tomato products. Hey, come eat my pasta. <laughs> I, you know, it feels like the complete natural progression of things. As much pasta as you eat, it's about damn time <laughs> you're funny, making your own sauce. What's funny is my mom's side of the family, my uncle, mm-hmm. who married into the family, is Italian. Okay. So, like, I'm sort of Italian. Because your uncle who married into the family is Italian. Yeah, and I've got cousins who are half Italian. So... Uh, we're going to take a brief pause while I explain genetics to you. <laughs> I know that I'm not literally. I mean, it's like uh-huh. soul Italian. Uh, okay, your soul is Italian. I'm yeah. fine. You identify as an Italian. No, We're no. getting into Rachel Dolezal territory, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I just, I love pasta. <laughs> that doesn't make you Italian. That means you have taste buds. Isn't she bisexual now, or didn't she come out as Hell, bisexual? I don't know what she's identifying as now. I'm, I don't have time to follow her story she, anymore. She's a... A bisexual turtle or something? It could be. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a truck. Now, you know, I, know. I say more power to you, but you, but don't try to lead the community. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rachel. Let the biological turtles slowly move that movement Movement, forward Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) glad to hear you're uh you're eating well lately yes uh should we talk about the bright spot give it to me all right so as everyone knows we're going to talk about a moment of good news this week that we can all rejoice in because there's plenty of bad shit going on out there oh yeah but have you been following this hashtag storm area 51 meme oh my god at all it is the most wild. Isn't it great? As someone who loves to show ancient aliens, even though it's racist, um, like they <laughs> say some wait, really all racist right, shit. We're going to circle back to that. <laughs> but um, the, the the show they say really racist shit on the show. But there's like I like the idea of like aliens could have been here, okay, and stuff. But they're always like if it's a white culture, they're never like these primitive savages. If it's like any other culture, they're oh. always like these primitive savages. Oh. I'm like. They were more advanced than we were, <laughs> I can tell you. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. The point is, I love the idea that aliens are hanging out with us. Okay. And I've been living for the memes I've been seeing, especially in the gay culture. <laughs> oh, sure. For um, Area 51? Like, my... And it's like a picture of an alien with, like, fierce nails. <laughs> and it's like my alien after I explained to them Ariana Grande. <laughs> that's great. Uh, for anyone who's unfamiliar with the meme, the idea is that on a particular day in the future... If we get millions of people to storm Area 51, they can't shoot us all, so we'll get to the bottom of what's at Area 51, right? This premise is flawed. I'd like to just say the premise is flawed, because they don't have to kill everybody. All they have to do is fire one missile, and all you nerds are going to turn around. So, okay, the premise is flawed. But it has inspired a lot of fun memes that are going on right now. Right. My favorite of them and our bright spot this week is the hashtag storm the shelter meme. 
in oh. which the OKC, the Oklahoma City Animal Shelter, okay. is using the Area 51 memes to get more of their dogs adopted. They have their dogs and their animals there dressed up in tinfoil hats. Stop it! Animal uh, oh. costumes or um, alien costumes. I love this. And, um, well, a lot of tinfoil hats on dogs, okay? And it's, <laughs> it's really fantastic. And they've seen a bump in adoption <gasps> because they got more attention and just more attention placed on them. Yeah. You know, so not only is it adorable, but... Uh, animals are uh, getting adopted at a higher rate, you know, because they've tapped into the social media, you know, well, moment. That uh, I really appreciate it when small businesses or nonprofits, etc., mm-hmm. have a finger on the pulse of what's going yeah. on in social media and yeah. the world, so that they can take advantage of it to right. help whatever community they're helping, exactly. or to help their business stay afloat, etc. Yeah, Th- that kind of stuff to me is brilliant. Hats off to them. Yes. Uh, Tinfoil tin hats, hats off. off to you. <laughs> off to them. Oklahoma City Animal Shelter. If you want to check it out on Twitter, it's hashtag Storm the Shelter. Oh. And uh, do yourself the favor. It will definitely brighten your day. These are so cute. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's our little bright spot this week. So it's taking uh, a ridiculous meme and it's making some good use out of it. I love this. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to brighten our weeks. What do you have, Jason T. Gaffney, to drag us down? Yes. Are you ready for this? I hope so. Let's go. Maybe I should eat some tomatoes first. Because <laughs> I like I've, I have found that I record better with acid reflux. With happening. acid reflux. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. You, me, and... <laughs> First of all, I don't want to insult anyone else. (laughs) First of all, Uh, okay, you're a double hoe and I'm a hoe. (laughs) The biggest hoe. Okay, ho, ho, ho. If you've been a good boy, you can have a drink. Okay, is this Christmas for alcoholics? (laughs) This is a giant con. (laughs) Okay, I have no fucking idea. If you've been a good boy, you can have a drink. I don't know. That's right. Okay. We're going to talk about the history of SantaCon, the San- infamous <gasps> and downright rowdy Christmas pub crawl that happens all over the world. Yes. That's a great idea. I love it. Okay. For our listeners out there who might not know what SantaCon is, it is basically a, in quotes, convention. Okay. Where people gather in major cities dressed up as Santa and they go from bar to bar getting drunk. Right. This happens. This is a thing that happens because everything happens. Yeah. Okay. That being said, the people who help organize these events all over the world argue that it is, in fact, not a pub crawl at all. It's an actual convention, even though it's a pub crawl. Yeah, it's a total pub crawl. Conventions happen in a, you know, room. Like, like you get everyone together. (laughs) Like, in this case, there's like six or seven one-off Santas at a time. (laughs) <laughs> at different fucking <laughs> I just you like know. the idea that the when it's happening you've got like a little kid running down the street the Santas are coming the Santas are coming <laughs> and everyone just starts boarding up their houses well, I feel bad because then there's going to be some very small kids who are going to be like I'm getting 1700 fire trucks this year <laughs> I asked all of them I, like, I get them all yes 
So, quote from thevillagevoice.com. Quote, Mm -hmm. Santa Con's New York organizer, the one who gives his name only as Santa, feels Santa Con is merely misunderstood. He says outsiders are uncomfortable with such an unconventional and creative celebration. (laughs) He insists the event is not a bar crawl, but rather an excuse to dress up, go caroling, and spread holiday cheer. Give me a fucking break, okay? We'll put the lie to that right away. Like, Okay, maybe it starts as that. <laughs> but three bars later, and you've got just drunk-ass Santa Clauses all Mer- around. Merry Christmas. Mer- yeah, it's not... Yeah, exactly. They're not delivering anything but misery at that point. <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Why Halloween? Well, it's, it's like the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a lot like that. It's, it's like the... Ni- yeah, this is a nightmare, and it comes before Christmas. Yeah. It's true. So... The man who referred to himself as Santa for the article would go yeah, on fuck saying, that guy. <laughs> quote, it draws criticism very easily from people because it's rare to see so much unbridled joy and optimism outside. It's not rare to see so much unbridled joy and optimism. All you have to do is go to a frat house. All right. They're drunk assholes having a party. All right. They're joyful. It doesn't mean that they're spreading joy. <laughs> Like, all you need to do is look at a frat party to know that just because you're happy doesn't mean you're making anyone else happy. Bro, look at my ass. Your ass is tight, bro. All right, that does make me happy. (laughs) So, one of the fundamental rules, according to santacon.nyc.com, is, quote, Santa is Santa. You are Santa. Santa is Santa. Santa addresses all other SantaCon participants as dot, 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 Santa. Joe. Oh. Is it all in caps? <laughs> it's all caps, by the way. That's why I did it so emphatically. Really? Yeah, their website's like all caps all the time. Oh. And I'm just like, that's a lot. Like, I do a lot of exclamation points, yeah. yes. I'm very emoticon sure. heavy. This is like, they're screaming at me. I like this too because as of now, we are very close to having the word Santa lose all meaning. Have you ever repeated a word so many times <laughs> yes. that now all of a sudden spatula doesn't sound like anything at all? <laughs> Normalization. That's it's where like we are for Santa. amazing all I'm, the time. I'm getting there for Santa. Yeah. Okay, I found a few different pages from SantaCons around the world oh. with rules on how to behave during SantaCon. Okay. And there are some real beauties. It's kind of fun because, like, during SantaCon, these Santas are acting like cons. Yes. Like, like convicts. So, <laughs> okay. A few of my favorites from the New York City SantaCon page mm-hmm. are, <laughs> Santa is awesome to bar staff. Pay with cash. It gets chaotic when Santa comes to town. Tip well. Bring ID. Santa is of legal drinking age. <laughs> but it's not a pub crawl. <laughs> no, it's not a pub crawl. It's a convention. It's just that we haven't booked anything, and we haven't planned any food. Yes. <laughs> Santa spreads joy, not terror, not vomit, not trash. I ha- I know for a fact that Santa spreads vomit on this night. <laughs> Who would you want those under your tree? Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so Open it up, Timmy. <laughs> it's just filled with liquid mm-hmm. with chunks of why does it smell Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Santa is about peace not fighting should you find yourself in conflict with a drunken Santa walk away yeah. just let it go because when you're in the middle of SantaCon and you've had like 18 drinks you're gonna remember the handbook <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is another great one Santa respects the city 
Santa doesn't piss on the streets, start fights, block streets, climb on cars, or deface property. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like what he needs to say in his group therapy class. (laughs) And what do we say when this comes up? Santa doesn't piss on the street. (laughs) Santa doesn't block traffic. Very good, Santa. (laughs) Santa doesn't vomit downstairs. I'm so proud of you, Santa. They're all named Santa. <laughs> Santa doesn't start fist fights with paper mache reindeer. So I have uh, a couple of favorites from the Los Angeles site of SantaCon. Okay. This one's great. Santa loves the media, but Santa doesn't talk to the press. Having fun never seems to be enough of an answer to the most popular question, what's it all about? Mm-hmm. Seriously, no one speaks for Santa. Not you, not me, not even Santa. But if I'm Santa, can't I say things as Santa? But they're basically saying, don't talk as Santa. But I'm Santa. But If someone asks me who I am, I'm Santa. Exactly. And if they ask me why I'm doing this, I'll tell them... Because I'm Santa. I'm Santa. Well, that, what I love about this particular They're rule, though, more. this rule in general is, like, the first thing I found was someone as Santa talking to the press as Santa. That's true. So, rule one's broken. That's true. <laughs> so... The first rule about SantaCon is don't talk about SantaCon. Yeah. The second rule about SantaCon is you really... You can talk about SantaCon. <laughs> <laughs> tell everyone about SantaCon. <laughs> The more numbers we have, the less likely they can arrest us all. <laughs> Another. Oh, it's of- like Storm Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. It's it's just it's just really asking for trouble because if you're like I got beaten up by Santa, yeah, you're like which fucking one? There's 300 of them in this block. So here's another fun thing. The rules include dress up. A Santa sure. hat alone is not enough. No, no, no. You don't have to dress exactly like Santa, but the theme is red. That being said... Oh, yeah. There's some janky-ass Santas on yeah. SantaCon Day. <laughs> that, being, that having been said, unusual interpretations of Santa-ness are often appreciated, and Christmas trees, elves, reindeer themes, etc. are all good. Mm. But, they warn you, watch out for elves. <laughs> because they're wily. Elves work hard for Santa all year, and especially hard during the holiday season. Santa loves his elves, except when they show up to his red-themed event, Dressed in green. <gasps> Traditionally, elves are abused at SantaCon. What? So I'm like, first of Traditionally. all. Traditionally. So yeah. this is just like licensed to beat up the elves. That's terrible. <laughs> well, what's amazing, what if though? somebody goes out dressed as an elf because it's a fucking Christmas season, doesn't know anything about <laughs> SantaCon, and all of a sudden is like being beaten up by like 12 Santas. <laughs> They're just heading to work at Macy's. This is hot. Yeah, exactly. I, this is, I'm going to work. I'm just going to work. <laughs> But my favorite thing is, though, the rule right before is, like, you don't have to dress as Santa. You could dress as an elf. But be aware, if you dress as an elf, we're going to frat haze you. I think it's like a freedom of expression thing. It's like you have the freedom to dance in the middle of the street, but you also may get run down. Yeah. Uh, Another fun rule. Have fun. Don't get drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't get drunk. That's the the point. whole thing is the point yeah. of the. G- mm-hmm. uh, the I other guess one, they legally have to say that. Santa does not make children cry. Yes, Santa um, does. It says, "Does this really need to be said?" Seriously, if you see kids, don't do anything to freak them out. Give them a nice smile, such as be among seventeen other Santas <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, like. No. I love- There's literally nothing you can do on SantaCon that's not going to freak kids out. Yeah, it's like, hi, little Timmy. You're a kid. I'm Santa. Yeah? Fuck you. (gasps) (laughs) 
do you want for Christmas, little girl? Oh my god. I would legit have run the fuck away. I know. So that Santa thought he was being nice. Turns out he was really drunk. They tell they tell them to give them a nice smile and possibly a gift of some kind. What kind of fucking have on them corn nuts? That's all <laughs> Santa stays hydrated and it, with enough salty foods. <laughs> do you want what do I have on Happy Mary I have Listerine strips <laughs> Santa appreciates a fresh mouth <laughs> oh Jesus little girl oh, no I didn't go that <laughs> there's literally nothing you can do as drunk Santa <laughs> to freak the fuck out of that little girl yeah. Oh. So this is this is another. There's two more great ones that I've got to okay. read. Optionally, bring <laughs> gifts. <laughs> so this is op- optionally. I love that the one job that Santa has on SantaCon is totally optional. <laughs> like the only thing Santa does is bring gifts. Yeah. You know, we have rules for Santa. One is optional. Bring gifts. <laughs> so it, it then specifies nice things to give children. Sure. Nice or naughty things for adults. Oh, dear. So that's amazing. Okay. But finally, (laughs) I don't fucking know why this one had to be written, Uh but let me finish it before you say anything. Well, let me go right back. So nice things for kids and nice and maybe naughty things for adults. Right. You're also... Don't forget the Santa is wasted, so <laughs> so he's going to give Karen a yo-yo, and he's going to give little Patty red and green striped pasties, and it's fucked up. Edible underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got it mixed up with my lollipop pocket. So finally. Okay. Do not throw your gifts at anyone, especially if those gifts are raw Brussels sprouts. I'm so- Okay. <laughs> okay. Did that come from something? It is a legit specific rule on the site. Are you supposed to bring raw Brussels sprouts? Is that- I just think maybe one year someone brought raw, raw Brussels sprouts and started and now throwing that's them, their thing. and now they have to have a rule because sure. some asshole doesn't know how to keep their Brussels sprouts in their pants. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean actual raw Brussels sprouts. Exactly. In your pants. In your pants. <laughs> you want to see my Brussels sprouts? They're just Shh. Brussels sprouts. Oh, uh, I thought they- Oh, I thought it was- <laughs> Balls. I thought it was your no, balls. Why would I show you my balls? <laughs> You're drunk. I'm drunk. I showed I'll, you my tits. Okay, I'll show you my balls too. <laughs> All right. So both sites also specified that you should bring cash and pay in cash so you don't hold up all the other Santas before heading to the next site. Like, don't open a tab. Just pay as you go mm-hmm. because you don't want to be like, oh, we, want, we all want to go, but... Fucking Johnny but Santa. San- no, no, Santa Santa. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Johnny Santa. It's just Santa. <laughs> but fucking Santa with the right. mauve outfit. It's mm-hmm. not quite red. Also, you know, it's so hard to get a credit card that just says Santa. It's I know. really tough to get that, you know, through the process. Exactly. Yeah. 
So while all I, these... I appreciate this one, as, like as a person in the service industry, yeah, pay in cash. Pay in cash, yeah. So okay, while all these Santas claim that they are doing this for fun and not to just get drunk and crazy, are fooling themselves. Well, sure. It's a themed pub crawl, which is really nothing wrong with, except no. that it's a recipe for disaster. Like if you want to do it, do it. There's nothing more wrong with this than there is with other pub crawls, yeah. which are always just asking for it. Exactly. But the real question is, how did this event come to be? Um, Santa needed to blow off a little steam and wanted to go incognito, so he got all of the men on the West Coast to dress up as Santa, too. (laughs) All right. Well, we need to go back in time to 1977. Oh, cool. Whoa, it's so wild here. For once, it was before both of us were born. (gasps) I love that. Yeah, I love it, too. That's exciting. Congratulations on getting something from before my time. It's hard to do. I wasn't even thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. I'm too sensitive about it. (laughs) Settle down, Grandpa. Sorry. So, in 1977, Mm -hmm. a secret society called the Suicide Club was formed. What the fuck? It was a group for people who were afraid of things, and the group would do things together to help their members face the fears that they had. I love that. So, quote from kqed.org, quote, The group's events include both daredevil urban adventures and infiltration into groups like the California Nazi Party. Okay. Really weird and That's obscure. odd. But they, like, infiltrate it to fuck with them. And I'm just kind of like... I'm oh, here for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. The club was founded... Oh, so they went to the North Pole and infiltrated that. <laughs> they were like, we got to get in there and find out the real scoop the about Mrs. Claus. It's basically Storm Santa Area 51, Claus. but, like, quietly. Yeah. Okay. Jingle bells raising hell. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that bitch on a sleigh. Whoa. That escalated. <laughs> Some more booze. Stupid tooth. I can't do it anymore. I did so well. Anyway, (laughs) the club was founded by four people, Mm -hmm. Gary Warren, Adrian Burke, David Warren, and Nancy Prussia. Okay. They were all friends. All right. The first time that they held an event was in 1977 on January 2nd. Okay. They got together at four points under the Golden Gate Bridge and went to the top of a wall that was at the Pacific Mm -hmm. and took turns running up and holding a chain while the waves slapped them. It was storming this day. And the rain was really rough, so the water could easily have taken them out to sea, and they would have died. Wow. But none of them did. Okay. And they were like, we did it! Sure. We did something crazy, and now we're alive. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, This is like that movie Crash, the first one. Not the one that won the Academy Award, but the ones that was about people who would get into car crashes for, like, erotic reasons. It was like that. That's a what? That's a movie, Crash. No, but that's a a thing? Well, I don't know. Oh. It wasn't the movie. I just... Now I have something else to be afraid of while I'm driving, that someone wants to get off by crashing into me. Right. I feel like you should join the Suicide Club, maybe. No, I don't want to And face your fears. (laughs) So the club was formed, and they would meet and do wild things, right? Mm -hmm. Other fun activities were getting together and riding the cable cars naked. Whoa. Uh, playing games in sewer tunnels. Okay. Exploring abandoned things. Okay. uh, Getting a cop to hit them in the face with a pie. Um. You know, lots of fun stuff. That's... A really specific yeah. fear. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waking up, man, and the cop has hit me in the face with a pie. Yeah, I was like, I, I was right on board with you until with a pie. Like, yeah. you could probably get, I could just go out today and get a, a cop to hit me in the face. I, I don't think but was, with a pie? Yeah, that's very specific. That's different. They, I think they went up to them and they're like, 
Excuse me, How sir. How often does a cop have a pie? I think they brought the pie. Well, They're like, well, I would sure. like you to hit me in the face if with a pie. If you're going to ask anyone to hit you in the face with a pie, you need to bring your own pie. You know that That's I, just polite. I used to ask people three questions to see if I wanted to hang out with them when I was growing up. Really? They were like kind of cool. Okay. And they were the first... How would I pass your test? Just ask me the questions and see if I would pass your test. Okay. Have you ever fallen off a cliff? No. What would you do if a hippo sat on you? Die. What would you do if a nun threw a pie in your face? Convert. To Catholicism. The the (laughs) final answer may have gotten you in, but the first two were definitely lame. (laughs) Um, The the cliff one was just like, I mean, no or yes is is acceptable for that one. Good. But the hippo one is like, imagine that you could be like, get off me, hippo. Or. You would, but. The truth is you would die. I know, but you're thinking too logically. I need people with imagination. So did I pass your test or no? Or we would have to go on a friend date first? We would. Okay. And, uh, and I mean, you so, passed it since. Okay, well, thank you. But initially, you were about to swipe left on me. <laughs> the the pie, though, that got me there. My favorite answer I ever got, though, was I asked someone that, and they said that they'd kick the nun in the shins. Oh. And I was like, that's very aggressive. And he yeah. was like, she threw a fucking pie in my face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fair. But I'm here for any religion that is throwing pies in people's faces. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because I would assume if the nun was throwing a pie in my face that something very fundamental about the Catholic Church had changed. And that it's fun now. So I'd be here for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people who became members would end up following this statement. Quote, the bearer has agreed to get all worldly affairs in order, mm. to enter into the world of chaos, cacophony, and dark Saturnalia, to live each day as if it were the last, wow. and is a member in good standing of the Suicide Club. I kind of love it. I don't think I would ever join it, but I, you know, I kind it's a cool of love idea, it. idea, right? Yeah. Insofar as you're not hurting anyone else. If you're getting people to hurt you, sure. Yeah, go to town. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So the group grew, yeah. and Gary Warren, in late mm-hmm. 1977, happened upon an article about how Christmas was becoming all consumer-based and how it was wrong and misused the spirit of Xmas, right? So he needed an article to tell him that? Okay. Well, First he, of all. So he came up with this concept. He's mm-hmm. like, we're going to all dress up as Santa and take the holiday back. Mm-hmm. But nobody back. did. They're like, they're, they're like, make Christmas great again. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna bring it back to the old days where everybody dressed as Santa Claus and got drunk. Uh, well, like, that is not a tradition. That's not an old tradition, is it? But think about the old that we, we it was a pagan holiday where everyone just fucked all the time. Well, that's true. We learned about this. That is true. Yeah, but they weren't all wearing the same thing. That's no, the thing. no, no. So over time, the Suicide Club would morph into a group called the Cacophony Society. Mm. This group was way less intense, mm-hmm. and it was a larger group. So it was not as severe as, like, you might die, but right. it was still like, we're going to do wild things. But to still get your, get your affairs in order. Yeah. Get... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might you might have a stroke, okay? Right, exactly. In which case, like, yeah. it's good to have your affairs There's in order. There's still a waiver involved, is my point. <laughs> they would do other types of things, such as, like, having a formal party at a laundromat. Oh, that's nice. So, like, it was a little less extreme, but still yeah. wild. I kind of want to be in this group, but, like, in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, because I don't want to be a drunk Santa. Yeah. So, quote from Wiki, quote, according to self-designated members of the society, you may already be a member. Mm. Basically, it's more anarchist in nature, and they welcome everyone into their club, and anyone can throw an event at any time. That's cool. Which is, like, kind of wild. It's very right? open, and, yeah, I like it. 
They often include costumes and pranks, the events. Mm-hmm. And a fun fact about the society, the people who founded that society also founded Burning Man. Really? Didn't know that. So well, it makes sense. Law. It's like a, you know, city without laws kind of thing. Yeah. Except that, you know, it is also the most regulated thing. In the <laughs> I was going to say, it's very governed, isn't it? It's well, like, now, but yeah. I think at the time it wasn't. So, Okay. We're going to jump forward to 1987. Okay. Both of us are born. Yay. Yay. And one of us has already tried cocaine. It was me, wasn't it? It was you. Oh. (laughs) So (laughs) I was a feisty two-year-old. In 1987, Rob Schmidt, the founder of SantaCon, would move to San Francisco and join the group. There you go. San Francisco it, feels like the perfect place for this to for this grow to out. start, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be until 1994, when he was helping a friend make costumes for one of the uh, society's events, that he would see a postcard of Santa playing pool in a gay bar, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god, we should all dress up as Santa and wander the streets of San Fran. People will love it." Yeah. At this point, he'd actually didn't know Gary Warren. Or okay, the... wait. So, sorry. Was the postcard of Santa playing pool in a gay bar, or did he see the postcard in a gay bar of Santa playing pool? No, it was a postcard of Santa in a gay bar playing pool. Way better. With gay men. Cool. Which is great, because there's... Balls. I mean, There's a Santa fetish every year. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Santa's like the ultimate, you know, daddy bear. Yeah. (laughs) He's a a polar bear, right? Yeah, he's a polar bear. Exactly. (laughs) So at this point in time, he didn't know Gary Warren. He had uh, Gary Warren had actually passed away in the 1980s. Oh. um, And he didn't know about the original idea. Oh. So he goes to one of the meetings and tells everyone about his idea, and a bunch of people were like, no thanks, we already talked about this a long time ago, wasn't interested then, not interested now. Well, but a bunch of excuse people- Excuse me, whatever happened to anyone can throw an event at any time? Well, you can. And so there were a lot of people who were like, do it, I'll be there. Okay. So it's like you, you go to these, these well, events- Why and, have the committee at all? Well, it's not- You don't get approval, you're just telling people I'm going to do it. Okay. So like- Oh, and some people were like, that's stupid, Gary. Yeah. Well, this is- this is now Rob, which is so sad. Poor Rob. Poor Rob and Gary. That's stupid, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. On December 20th, 1994, the first ever Santa Con would take place on the streets of San Fran. Right. Well, I don't think it was the first Santa Con. I think the first Santa Con was uh, co-opting the pagan holiday and making it into a <laughs> Christian one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ho, 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 bitches, I'm here to take your holiday. (laughs) So, quote from Mm kqed.org, quote, 38 participants dressed in Santa suits meet at a bar Mm -hmm. where a skating rink is set up for the holidays. Okay. They get into a snowball fight with ice shavings before marching into a local local hotel shouting, ho, ho, ho. Okay. So they, like... They, they, they're not getting drunk at all. They're just having a good time. They're having a snowball fight. They go to a well, skating snow rink. snow cone fight, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is San Francisco. I don't know if there's snow there. <laughs> well. Um, but, you know. So they did what they could. They then ended up going around the town. They used what they had. Yeah. <laughs> I've got ice in my pants. I've got a Santa suit, and I've got a skating rink. Yeah. Let's get this done. Quick, use your skates and chip off the ice so we can throw it at each other. <laughs> Toe pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they ended up going around the town, right, uh-huh. all night to all sorts of establishments such as a kid's Christmas carnival, Aww. company parties. They just started crashing company parties. Great. And everyone's like, what all these Santas? And they're like, awesome. Great. They went to a debutante and they ball. they left and they were like, where are the gifts, though? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. The debutante ball? Yeah. Cool. And my favorite place that they ended up was the Lusty Lady. What? The Lusty Lady was a unionized strip club. Unionized? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That's great. I guess you could only work eight-hour shifts or something. I don't know. I, I, eight hours on the pole feels like a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's more often. They get breaks more often <laughs> than that. My union sucks. <laughs> <laughs> something to be said about a union where you get done with a shift and immediately need medical attention, but it's covered. <laughs> I got pole burn again. <laughs> that is the most often treated condition. So there. one of the 38 people dressed as Santa was named John Law. No, no. You're you're blowing the lid off this man. So John Law was one of the founders of Burning Man. Okay. And he, at the end of the night, would have his friends help him by putting on a harness, Dick. which allowed him to look like he was being hung by a rope from his neck. That okay. So they would so then they help Santa like commit suicide. Well, sort of. They then would quote hang him in the middle of a busy street. It was meant to be commentary on how the spirit of Christmas was dead. So, yeah, you know the rule about over? Santa doesn't make kids cry? Yeah. Can you imagine a fucking well, that Santa started, yeah. hanging that started, from Yes, that started in year two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> it was super fun, everybody. Really great. Really good time. John... No, no more <laughs> hanging Santa from light poles, okay? Every child in the city is devastated. <laughs> so, the first time SantaCon happened, it really was more performance art. Yeah. And more about making a comment on the current state of the world than like a pub crawl, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, almost no one was drunk. John Law would be quoted almost saying... Almost no one was drunk. <laughs> he would be quoted saying... And those who were showed up that way. I know. I'm ready to be Santa. Great. <laughs> Come along. We're anarchists. I've got schnapps. What am I? <laughs> I'm going to schnapp my way down the street. <laughs> West Side Story style. Da 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 thud. Ho So John Law would be quoted saying, quote, I remember no one being drunk at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he, near 38 he, people, maybe only... Of course, only... memory's not that great. You were wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than me. Acid he did over yeah. the years. I don't know. I was asphyxiated for a lot of the night. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and out of focus. <laughs> I don't remember much of anything after the hanging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So... They all loved it so much, all the participants, that they decided to do it again next year. They're like, like, we're going to do like it. sounds like fun, right? Yeah. But this they, time... It sounds like they really were bringing joy. Minus the public hangings. Yeah. It sounds like they <laughs> really were bringing joy all yeah. the time. So the next year, it comes time again, right? Yeah. But this As time... As it does. <laughs> but this time, more people would show up and drinks would get involved. Oh, boy. So, again, John Law would do the hanging trick. Oh, God, stop it. John, you're way too invested in this public hanging of Santa thing. Um, this time, though, he... Also, it's being ruined by all the other Santas. It's like, if you're going to kill one Santa, this now we what... have just our pick of the litter of the rest of them. Well, this is the best part. He had all the other Santas, like, chase him down several streets and then, like, enact him up. A, a public hanging. Yeah. Okay. Which is 
Like, okay, I guess it's performance art. I guess. So, okay. Freedom of expression? In 1997, Portland would get their own SantaCon. Sure. And a new website would be... Of course, Portland is number two. Yeah, would be made to help promote this event worldwide called Santarchy.com. Santa and Anarchy. No, I picked it up. Oh. <laughs> so they put, they made a website because they're like, we want all the cities to have Santarchy. Right, sure. Uh, one of the sections on the website was FAQ la 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 la. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, in 1997, SantaCon had now spread around the world, uh-huh. and it was becoming a holiday staple whether people liked it or not. In 1998, New York had its first official SantaCon. Mm-hmm. Quote from Wiki, quote, A young San Franciscan strapped on a fake white beard, donned a $12 red suit, and led 200 Santas as they went caroling up Fifth Avenue in Manhattan hmm. to the delight of passers-by. Yeah. So, Sounds like, fun. Older SantaCons were more fun. Right. Well, I was in college in New York at that time. Oh, so uh, yeah. Yeah, so I remember SantaCon coming around every year and being like, good God, like, I like to get drunk too, but Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, it, you know, like, I'm saying already by 1999, 2000, there was a lot of drinking happening. <laughs> yeah. So, since getting so big, it has also been named Santa Rampage, <laughs> Santa Palooza, yeah. and the Red Menace. <laughs> Sure. New York to this day has the biggest Santa Con of them all, mm-hmm. and that's because the people from New Jersey and Long Island all love to come in and enjoy the festivities. Right. And they've got a great public transit system, so lots of people can go and get drunk and not worry about getting home. Yeah. Like so, there's love that about New York. A lot of bonuses mm-hmm. to that. Um, Christmas bonus. So, but while the con might have good intentions, mm-hmm. it often it leads might. down a dark road for a few. The New York- oh, let's talk about the, some of the tragedies that have gone on at SantaCon, please. So the New York- I see this glint in your eye. Yeah, it's yes. pretty bad. <laughs> the New York Times would write in 2013 that it was filled with, quote, sexism, drunkenness, xenophobia, homophobia, and enough incidents of public vomiting and urination to fill an infinite dunk tank. You know, the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Also, they would write that SantaCon, quote, Contributes absolutely zero value, cultural, artistic, aesthetic, diversionary, culinary, or political to its host neighborhood. Whoa. Quite simply, SantaCon is a parasite. Whoa. Not mincing their words. People are paying money. Yeah. It feels like they would be paying money to get drunk somewhere else that night anyway. Right. (laughs) Well, okay. Now, while a lot of people are doing this and getting drunk and acting a mess, there are still a ton of people who are trying to do the right thing by this event. right? Right. These are the people who are distributing free Brussels sprouts. Yeah. For example. Eat your veggies. Exactly. To encourage vegetable eating. Santa recommends at least three servings of veggies a day. <laughs> I've got Why are you ten... throwing edible underwear at me? <laughs> oh, shit. That's my edible underwear pocket, not my Brussels sprout pocket. Listen. There's a lot of pockets. <laughs> there's a lot to keep track of. Santa girl. <laughs> Santa has magic pockets. He doesn't know where they are. <laughs> they disappeared. <laughs> they're ma- the magic. They're listen, little girl. They're magic. God only knows what's coming out of these things. <laughs> oh, my balls fell out. <laughs> <laughs> what's in Santa's magic pocket? <laughs> it's Santa's balls. <laughs> 
is a stiffy. <laughs> it's my own North Pole. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so traumatized. <laughs> I think I just ripped some hair out by accident. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, the other people who aren't drunk <laughs> actually collect money for charities oh. from people. They're taking money from people? Well, they, they, they collect it from the Santas, and okay. then people give to the Santas. Okay. Um, it also stimulates the bar economy with yes. tips and the such. Yes. Uh, in 2013, they actually raised $60,000 for charities mm. and got over 850 pounds of food for local food banks. Which they promptly ate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Santa's hungry. Listen, I've been drinking at bar different bars for seven hours and with no food. Thank you for this can of peas. How did I open a can? <laughs> All right, next year... Can openers. <laughs> Santa will not throw can openers at people. Shit. Hey Santa, I think I I think I gave away my can opener. <laughs> Santa, that was stupid of you. <laughs> shut up, Santa. <laughs> you shut up, Santa. Fuck you, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Remember the handbook, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Santa from the Village Voice article earlier? Sure, Santa. Yeah, Santa. Okay, yeah, got it. Uh, he would be quoted saying, quote, It's about celebrating the holiday in a creative and joyful way. Okay. To really give the true meaning of the holly spirit. Mm. It's not about consumerism. It's about making new friends and donning gay apparel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I guess... Get sure, it, polar bear. I'm all about a little set of red trunks and yeah. some green suspenders. You know, a little bow. Yeah, on the... and that's it. That's your gay apparel. Yeah. So, all right. He then goes on to say that they don't condone bad Santa behavior. My favorite quote is when he was asked about drunk Santas, <laughs> what parents should tell their kids, basically. Okay. His response was, "Quote: Why is that parent lying to their kid about Santa?" What I mean is, what difference does it make to see a person drinking in jeans or in a Santa suit? Well, because the person drinking in jeans is not usually spilling out into the street with a <laughs> bunch of other people dressed identically. Like, in any case like that, you'd have to explain this shit to your kids. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also like the idea of, like, one of them is known for bringing joy and toys. Mm -hmm. One of them is just a local drunk. <laughs> it's true. It's, you know... Santa's a local drunk. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> so Rex Francis, the manager of the East Village's Bar Nun, okay. celebrates the fact that they have Santas of all kinds at this event. Mm -hmm. He would tell the Village Voice, quote, you've got black Santas, Irish Santas. It's very diverse. Mm -hmm. Did I mention the revenue was great? There's blacks and Irish. Yeah. <laughs> it's so diverse. And he loves the revenue. <laughs> so he's like, I'm so happy. Um <laughs> He would go on. I don't care what color you are as long as your money is green. Yeah. So <laughs> he would go on to say, quote, it's a good holiday activity for staff because everybody comes together to work. Some of the customers are a little challenging, but it's worth it. People go crazy, but in a fun way. Well, you know, that's that sounds like that person should own a bar. Yeah. It does. It sounds like he's got the constitution for it. Yeah. Good so, for him. John Law, the hanging Santa, would. <laughs> oh, God. How nice for that to be your distinction. Very yeah. cool. He would be asked about SantaCon by the Village Voice, and he, too, would have thoughts about how it has evolved. Um, <laughs> so it started as an autoerotic asphyxiation kind of thing. 
Apparently, I, I thought. <laughs> basically, I hang myself and I whack my uh, North Pole around. Oh shit! You know, and then I make it snow on people. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was pure snow. Okay, it's my semen. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh. So he would say, quote, mm-hmm. I thought it was some kind of cosmic payback. I was annoyed by SantaCon like everyone else. So he's not happy about it. Sorry. So he then would That's go- what happens when you give an event to the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so- Name a thing. Like, what's coming up? Some What's coming up in the future? Labor Day. What's that? Barbecue and beer. Yeah. You know? Fourth of July. Barbecue and beer. Memorial Day. Barbecue and beer. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, turkey and beer. And turkey wine. and beer, and, yeah. And, yeah. Thanksgiving's the number one holiday for domestic disputes with Fourth of July and Second. You know why? Families. The beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Families and beer. Yeah. So Hanging Santa John would then go on to say that he understands why it is the way it is. Right, because it's human nature. Well, because basically he's like, we all need to party, and this is the perfect excuse for a party for everyone. Yes. And I'm like, except for the fact that it's sexist and homophobic and xenophobic. Well, of course, by everyone. I mean white guys. Yeah. (laughs) He's actually also fine with it because it annoys hipsters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So now you're not only allowed to beat up. Uh, people wearing green or looking like elves, elves yeah. but now also anyone holding avocado toast. <laughs> yeah, he would say, quote, well, fuck the hipsters. <laughs> Kids are coming to your neighborhood right. for one day. So what? Suck it up. That's right. I'm coming around. I'm coming around to SantaCon now. <laughs> okay. What is the bright side? Oh, we made it. I don't know. Well, first, SantaCon actually does raise a lot of money and food for people in need during a really hard time of year for everyone. Yeah. It's a really, it's a hard time because everyone looks at their lives under a microscope. Mm-hmm. I got that from the movie Mixed Nuts. You should see it. It's amazing. Oh, it's I, so I great. know Mixed Nuts. It's such a good movie. It's a great movie. One of my favorites. John Stewart. But like, I, I took that to heart with the like, yeah, every year at Christmas and New Year's, I do look at my life that way and I try really hard not to mm. because why should that moment matter more than right now? But it does. I mean, and it's just the thing that we do. It's, you know, these right. rights of of the year, they're cyclical. Right. So it's just like every year it feels like the time to reassess because even though January 1st is just another day. Exactly. And it feels like a new thing. So the fact that they raise that money in food is great. Mm-hmm. Like there also, are people who are using it for good purpose. Yeah. Another yeah. thing is it actually does provide a sense of community for people. Sure. And when the people aren't racist, homophobic dicks... The people who are doing it for the true meaning of it, like, they... The people who are doing it for the true meaning, which is to expose the meaninglessness of the season. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, the other final thing I came out with, which I think is really great, Mm -hmm. is it actually provides a huge boost for the bars and such. Yeah. Especially when the customers aren't drunk and destroying the bars. I saw a couple pictures of bars that had gotten trashed because people got angry. Yeah. They forgot the handbook. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that all the Santas come with cash as well. Well, those who remember the handbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it really it, it does help because it's like it's extra tip money for the bar people sure. at a time of year where like most people aren't going to bars at right. Christmas because they're doing they're buying presents. I mean, there's a lot of people going to bars at Christmas. They're yeah. depressed. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who aren't. <laughs> I love that it's only people depressed go to bars at Christmas. It's cool. I mean, let's... no, there's just more spending in the yeah. service industry, and like, there's just more spending in 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 December. Yeah. In all stripes, 
And this and this is a boost for the bar industry that yeah. would otherwise be kind of passed over because of mm-hmm. the the consumer products and restaurants and other things. Yeah. So kind of nice. So it's a boost in revenue like in the for the service industry, sure, and it's in and when it's cash, you don't have to report it. Right. <laughs> so that's extra great. Well, and, and the other thing is also when they do it right and it is just funny and fun and happy, mm-hmm. like okay, so a bunch of people got together to try to be happy. Totally. Cool. It's a party, and like people go for a sense of community. And if if you're not hurting anybody, you know, and not making an ass of yourself, and not destroying your city, <laughs> not peeing on the streets, you know, as long as you keep within the, those parameters, like yeah, it's totally it's just fun. Yeah, it's just a joyful, boisterous thing. Santa doesn't pee on the streets. <laughs> Santa already peed on Good, the streets. Good Santa. Good. Yeah. Good job, Santa. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. So yeah. So you know, it, it's. It can provide a lot of stress and chaos, but it also can provide a lot of fun and happiness. Definitely. I like it. So, yeah. That's the history of SantaCon. I can't wait to see it come around again next year. I know. Now that I know a little bit more about it, I won't be so pissed off by it. Check out some of the pictures. There's some pretty wild shit, like Santa's actually fighting. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, No, I've seen it in person. The, the, my favorite was there were five pictures in a row of different Santas peeing in <laughs> random parts of the street. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's a lot of peeing. Yeah, totally. Uh, don't eat the yellow snow, everybody. Yeah. Oh. And uh, oh. <laughs> when Christmas comes around again, <laughs> enjoy. Ho, ho, ho. ho. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been out drinking on that same night, but just not costumed because just because I'm an alcoholic. And I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> so yeah. it can be a lot of fun, you know. It's yeah. A, it's a, See the Santas. Yeah. I do remember a long time ago the the articles the articles came out when I lived in New York saying basically like if you're not participating in it, avoid it. Yeah. Because it just, it's a mess. It is a mess. So let them have fun mm-hmm. and blow off their steam and you just stay away. Yeah. Well, have fun, you ho-ho-hos. Yes. And uh, have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Wow. Santa's well hung. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus was also well hung. <laughs> Give us five stars. <laughs> We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.